Hey, hey, what's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Amazing Seller Podcast. This is episode number 221, and today I'm going to share with you a presentation that I recently did at a conference, and it was called the Seller's Summit. It was put on by Steve Chu from My Wife Quit Her Job, and uh, he invited me to speak at this event, and I did, and it was awesome, by the way. And You guys may have heard me talk about this in a couple of past episodes. Actually, episode 218, I talked about the five big takeaways from the, the, the summit that I attended, and I also had on a guest that I met there, a seven-figure seller that shared some advanced marketing strategies and techniques using email and Facebook ads and uh, really some cool stuff, and that was episode 219, so those episodes will be linked up in the show notes, so if you guys want to check out the show notes, head over to this episode, which will be theamazingseller.com forward slash 221, that's 221 by the way, and uh, you can go check that stuff out, there'll be transcripts to as well, so you can download them or read them on the blog. But yeah, this here is a presentation that I did there, and uh, the the topic that I was talking about was how to use Amazon's tools to launch and rank products. Uh, everyone that attended there, I think we had about 60 plus in the room, and everyone there just came up afterwards and just really enjoyed it. And a lot of people that were there, they might have been already selling e-commerce, but not selling on Amazon, so it was a great presentation for them as well. So if there's, you know, any e-commerce people out there that are tuning in right now, you know, this will be a great episode for you to listen to as far as how to take your product and get it launched on Amazon and kind of get things moving. All right. So that's what I wanted to do here. Now, some of you have wanted to attend uh, our live event that we do now. We're starting to do more of them. We actually we're planning our second one right now. Uh, it's called TAS Breakthrough Live. If you want to attend one of them in the future, they are limited. We only offer 30 30 spots, uh, 30 Amazon sellers can be in one room together with us. It's, it's amazing, by the way. But if you want to uh, know more about that and maybe register or uh, you know be on the wait list, you can head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live. Anytime that I will be speaking or if I have any of our own events, I'll post them uh, to that list. So if you want to join that, head over and do that. And there's going to be some cool stuff on that page anyway. Right now, there's a uh, highlight reel from our last TAS Breakthrough Live event event, so definitely go check that out, and I would love to meet you in person. Everyone that I've met in person to any event that I've been so far has just been awesome. It's been just... It's been so cool to be able to meet you and shake your hand and hear your story and just really get to know each other a little bit better. So anytime I can go out to an event or meet up with with the TAS listeners, I'm doing that. I just love it. So awesome. Uh, It's awesome to be able to meet everyone in person. So all right, guys, I'm going to stop rambling now so you guys can listen to the presentation that I did at the Seller Summit. uh, And I was talking all about how to use Amazon's tools to launch and rank products. So enjoy this presentation that I did here live in front of about, well, 60 plus people. All right, so enjoy. All right, now that we're ready to rock and roll, um, I want to thank everyone for coming, number one, and uh, you guys, I'm proud of yourself that you're actually here uh, because uh, a lot of people are out there wondering how they're going to get started, and you guys have taken the, the step to get here. I want to also say uh, to Steve Chu for putting this on. This is amazing, and one reason why I really wanted to do this Um, event with him and and be a speaker was because I wanted to teach stuff, not just like have theory, right? And I think that's what a lot of these events do, and they're great. They get you excited and motivated, and if any of you guys know me, I'm I'm a big like advocate of being motivating, right? Um, But what I want to share with you today, I'm not going to go through all my story and all that stuff. I'll touch a little bit on it, but um, this is what we're really going to be talking about is how to launch your product on Amazon and start getting sales. Um, Now, Right this second, though, I just kind of want to do a little bit of a poll. Um, how many people currently right now have a product that is on Amazon? Raise a hand. All right. So we do have a few. That's great. We have a lot that don't. That's really great because you guys are going to be starting with a clean slate. If you already have a product launch, though, a lot of times you launch a product and it does, it does okay, but there's a lot of things that we can tweak and we can refine. I just was in Denver, and um, I, uh, I, we had a little meetup there, and uh, there was one simple tweak that we did that he had a product already doing. He was doing about 50 sales a day. We did one tweak, and he went to 70 sales a day. That's something I'm going to share with you guys today. Is one little tweak that we, we kind of worked on within his business. That doesn't mean it's going to happen all the time, but if you know how to optimize, if you know how to give Amazon what it wants, 
you totally can do that stuff. So, are you guys excited to be here? Yeah. Yeah. I need energy, guys. All right? I need energy. Um, I'm high energy. Um, sometimes a lot of people say, Scott, how much coffee do you drink? Um, today I didn't have any. I'm trying to tone it down a notch, um, but I will have one later. Um, anyone here listen to a podcast called The Amazing Seller Podcast? We've got quite a few of you. Okay, good. You guys all know my story. If you don't know my story, really, really quickly, just to get you guys caught up, um, you know, my wife and I decided to go into this Amazon thing. She started hearing a lot of buzz about it. And it wasn't our primary business. It was going to just be a revenue stream. And still, that's what it is. All right? I'm a big, um, big advocate of also doing revenue streams, diversifying, all that stuff. Um, so, you know, we've always dabbled in things. Being an entrepreneur, you're always kind of getting distracted with the shiny objects. Anyone here get distracted? <laughs> all right, I think we're all, we're all the same in that, right? There's a lot of shiny objects. The one thing I want you guys to walk away with, though, before I finish up that part of that story, is you're going to walk out of here, this room alone, but all the other, other sessions that you're going to be, uh, you know, checking out, you're going to walk away with a lot of ideas and a lot of things you can do and a lot of things that will work. But you're starting here, you need to get here, and then you need to get here, right? All that other stuff is great, but you don't need to worry about that stuff until you get from here to here, all right? Um, so, um, just again, a little bit back of how I got started in this thing. You know, my wife and I were photographers for quite a few years, built a pretty successful business in that, locally, brick and mortar, so I know a lot about the brick and mortar space. From there, we went ahead and we started selling digital products online, teaching people how we were able to do it. People that had never went to college for it, never had any uh, training for it, we built that into a business. People always were asking us. I started learning Photoshop. Long story short, we started selling digital products online pretty successfully, still sell them today in the photography space. Um, we love it. My, my wife loves photography. I love it. Um, I love the editing part of it. Um, but we're always looking, right? Entrepreneurs, right? You see something, oh, cool, we'll flip houses, we'll do this, we'll do that, right? And I've done all that stuff, and I still do some of that stuff. But what really got me excited about Amazon was it was so close to a digital product, and here's why. FBA, fulfilled by Amazon. You ship product to them, they send the product to your customer, they handle a lot, a lot of the customers. I don't know what retail arbitrage is in the room, pretty much. All right, so I don't have to go through that. But basically what that was, to me, it was that was work. For people that are just starting and want to kind of learn the process, I think that's a great, great step. But for me, I, I didn't need that. I didn't need this as my, as my revenue stream. I just wanted it to be an extra bonus, you know, a little revenue stream. And see if I could build this in and kind of prove it to myself that it was worth putting more time into. So what I want to be able to, again, give you guys is like a launch strategy that's worked for me. It also has worked for a lot of other people now, especially because of the podcast and because I've just been able to help a lot of people in this space and it just works over and over and over again. There's things that have changed I'm going to show you what's currently working now. All right. Um, so, how do I advance the slides? Just hit the clicker here. I don't know if you guys know. This is my my co-host of my podcast. It's Brody. It's my dog. Um, he usually uh, spends some time underneath uh, the desk when I'm uh, recording. Um, but I started a podcast, guys. I went to Kimball. Um, really Chris Guthrie. I follow um, Chris Guthrie. Everyone in the house, right? Uh, he's a guy I followed. I mean, he was on Pat Flynn. You guys probably all know Pat Flynn. Um, I really looked up to, to Chris and, um, and everything he was doing. And he was doing a lot of stuff years ago in the affiliate space of, of Amazon. So I, I kind of knew that stuff. It still seemed like a lot of work building up these sites, getting, tra you know, getting some traffic and stuff. Um, but being able to reach guys like him and have them come on the show was to me like I can get private coaching from these people if I have a show. Right? So I can learn and educate myself from having a show. I can also learn and then teach people through the journey that I'm going down, and I'm able to reach people like you. So that was the reason for the podcast, and um, I'm really glad that I did it because it, uh, again, it connected me with some really awesome people, and even being uh, friends with Steve. Um, and there's Brody and me in the morning answering emails. That's usually what we do. So he's my partner, <laughs> and he's my co-host um, in my Amazon business. So. I'm not putting this up here. I hate screenshots of people throwing their numbers out there. Mine are actually small to a lot of people out there. But this was what really proved it to me. This was a six-month run. Um, you see that giant spike right there? That was a promotion that we did, and I'll talk about those in, in a minute. But this was a launch process that I did, and this was, this was the first six months for me. So this was like, holy crap, this thing freaking works. Like, what? 
like we got to focus a little bit more on this. And, and my, my wife was excited. I was excited. Um, but this really is what proved it to me. And I think the numbers don't lie, right? So to me, it's, again, not throwing up a number to say, like, you know, look at that. He's bragging. I'm, I'm not doing that for that reason at all. Because honestly, there's a lot of people, maybe even people at this event, I know there's a lot of people at this event that are doing more than that. All right? So to me, it's just, it was a validation piece. And that's really what I wanted out of this thing. You need to understand how Amazon works and how to leverage your platform. That's the big thing you need to understand. It's one thing to just throw a product up there. I get people to say, Scott, I got a product, I launched it, and it's not doing anything. And I ask them what they did. Well, what have you done so far to launch that product? And they say, well, I just put it up there, and I put my title in there, and put, put a couple images, and just wait, wait for the phone to ring. Kind of like us, you know, when we were in the photography business. If I just said, I'm a photographer, well, I gotta get people to know about it, right? Amazon's the same way. You can put product up there. Sometimes you can get lucky, but for the most part, you have to give them what they want and you, you have to be able to leverage their platform. Their platform is humongous, right? We all know that it's a, it's a huge, huge uh, platform. Okay, so why you should launch on Amazon first, and, and again, a lot of people are talking about e-commerce here, and that's awesome, okay? But if you're just starting especially, like you don't need a website, a blog, social presence, email list, or any of your own traffic if you start on Amazon. You're tapping into their traffic. You're, you're tapping into their, you know, they're, they're just a big, big platform to tap into. I mean, they've got all the tools, they've got all the marketing already dialed in for you. You just have to get the product there. But again, this stuff you don't have to have to start. That's the thing that really excited me, especially when I got started in this thing. Amazon's a search engine for buyers. Understand that, let that sink in. It's a, it's a, it's a search engine for buyers. They're not going there to see how to, you know, to type in how to tie a certain knot. Right? They're going there to buy product. All right, 244 million, I know I just heard a stat in there, I think Steve said 250, it's probably increased since I pulled that number. 250, or 244 million credit cards on file. I know everyone in this room uh, buys on Amazon, I'm almost certain, Prime, uh, you know, and some people say, well it's not for the older generation. My father's in the room, 72 years old, loves Amazon Prime, okay? So it doesn't matter the age, um, people are using it. So just understand that it's a huge uh, platform for us. Okay, so Amazon is great to launch your products because they do all the heavy lifting, all right? Like I said before, Amazon FBA is fulfilled by Amazon. Now you can fulfill it by merchant too. You can fulfill it yourself. You get an order, you package it up, you bring it over to the post office and you send it out, all right? But Amazon does all the heavy lifting if you let them do it, not to mention all of the marketing. Okay, so if you already have an e-commerce, does anyone in here already have an e-commerce store right now? We've got a few people. Okay, everyone that currently has one, you should and must launch your products on Amazon. I've done interviews with people on the podcast who said they started an e-commerce store not knowing to really go and launch on Amazon. They have this great, they have this great uh, you know, platform of traffic coming in, which is great. Then they take their product and they just put it right up on Amazon and they all of a sudden start getting sales. I had this one guy said it was like I was getting recurring income just from taking my product that's existing on this e-commerce store. I just talked to a guy last night that he has 300 plus visitors coming to his blog or his, his, uh, his uh, e-commerce site and he's just starting to think about how he can get his product on there. He's in a little bit of more of a difficult situation because he's got a certain item that uh, Amazon doesn't really like to sell around, but there's a way around that. And, Actually, him and I are going to talk later. We'll, we'll figure that out. Um, okay, so if you're just starting, Amazon's a great way to test and validate products for the market. And I say or the market because a lot of people just want to grab that widget and they want to sell it. Think about the market that you're going to be serving to. That's the big one. Think about the market. If you're selling a fishing rod, you're selling it to the fishermen, right? That market. And then the product line that you're going to create for that. But it's a great way to get a product on there and say, Yes, this thing works, or no, this thing doesn't. Is anyone in here listening to Pat Flynn? Few people. Wow, not as many as I thought. Okay, well, he just released a book called Will It Fly? It's all about validating a product. I don't even think he talked too much about Amazon in there. I should probably give him a call. <laughs> because Amazon is a great way to test a product. Uh, Tim Ferriss, um, he had said in one of his books that um, he ran a Google, a Google uh, ad to... Uh, you know, basically just a, a fictitious product. Wasn't even there yet. He just wanted to see if he could get clicks. If he could get clicks and people to enter their email address for interest in this product, then it was a good product. Amazon allows us to do that, which is really, really awesome. 
Okay, so my Amazon experiment, that's what it was. For me, it was an Amazon experiment, okay? I researched, Greg Mercer just went through the research. There's nothing else I can really give you there. Um, actually, Greg, I met him through the podcast. Um, him and I become really good friends. Um, but it's all about the research. If you do the research and you do the numbers, your risk goes way down. All you have to do is understand the numbers. And you can test things really, really with a low, uh, you know, a number of units. You don't have to have a ton of units to, to really launch. But basically, I researched, I validated the product through the research. Again, not guessing. I wasn't like, hmm, this product looks like it will sell. Should I sell it? Huh. Or do I look at the numbers? I look at the BSR, or I use a tool like Jungle Scout, and I go ahead and say, yeah, this thing is selling. I think I'm gonna go ahead and give this thing a try. You're not guessing, right? And then I launch. And, uh, and, and that's what really proved it to me, is being able to launch. I mean, I was a believer because my first 90 days, $40,000 in revenue, not profit, revenue. Six months, 118,000, 12 months, 305,000. All right, that to me was validation, okay? I think anybody that starts a business, um, and if they can say, wow, in the first you know, 90 days we did 40K, just to, just to validate whether I made money or not, right? So that right there, again, was proof and validation for me after we launched. So step one is your product research. Step two is sourcing. We didn't really talk too much about sourcing, and my presentation here today isn't really about sourcing, but Greg covered a little bit of it, and you guys probably already know, and if not, um, you know, I do talk about it on the podcast, but there's going to be people here that can help you with that. But really, go to Alibaba, go to AliExpress, uh, Global Source, um, any of those, if you want to go overseas, are great places to go ahead and start sourcing products. Finding an agent, um, you can go to Upwork.com and find an agent that can help you find sourcing. Um, so all of that stuff. But I'm not going to be covering that, but that's basically what I had to do. Product research, and then from there we had to go and get it sourced. All right? With the product launch, you're not just taking that product and just putting it on Amazon. We're putting it on Amazon, we're gonna give them what they want, so they, they say, hey, there's someone new here, right? Now, we need to give Amazon what they want, and when we do that, they're gonna help us sell our product. They're going to help you, all right? And I'm, I'm gonna tell you why here in a minute. But first, you need to understand how the platform works, all right? Now, let's just kind of run through real quick. I wish I had my clicker here. Uh, okay, so let's just say, for example, Really simple, really simple, right? Buyer searches for a product. Huh, look at that, garlic press, all right? So they type in garlic press, all right? They're gonna go ahead now, once they do that keyword search, now just pay attention to where it says keyword, because that's really important to understand. Because if you are going to Amazon, you're not really going there for a brand, unless you're like brand driven, unless it's like Nike, right? Or something major, right? You're going after a keyword, garlic press you know, or marshmallow sticks, or whatever it is, right? They're generic keywords. <laughs> That's what you need to understand. Keyword is key, all right? All right, so Amazon then is going to list relevant products. They're gonna, again, Amazon wants to give you the buyer, okay? They wanna give you the most relevant stuff, okay? They wanna give you the most relevant stuff. So Amazon's gonna, gonna uh, list the, the most relevant stuff, and then from there, buyer is going to land on page one. Page one has all the relevant stuff, all right? And you can see, I mean, everything there is relevant. I did one search and I came up with those results right there. So then the buyer lands on the listing and we're gonna talk about these different components here. So there's a lot of components here that go into a listing. We'll talk about them. But then once the buyer clicks on that product, they make a sale, right? So you go ahead and you buy or purchase it. They add a little add the cart button. And I don't even have to put my credit card in. Boom, I click it and I got a garlic press coming to my house. All right, so the big question is, and you guys probably want to know too, is how do we rank on page one? How do we do it? Does anyone here want to know how to rank on page one? <laughs> yeah, right, that's the magic. Because if we can have our product there when someone searches for garlic press, we're probably gonna get some sales, right? I mean, that's where we want to be. All right, now if you use the tools like, uh, you know, Jungle Scout, uh, like Greg Talk, or even if you just do your old fashioned, like just look at the BSR numbers over time and track that stuff, if you do that, you're gonna start to see how many you're selling. And if you do that research, you know that if you get to page one for certain keywords, and not just one keyword, we're talking many keywords, right? Because everyone tries to go after just the garlic press. What about the stainless steel garlic press? What about the long handled black garlic press? Or, you know, all these different uh, other terms that could be being searched for that you would want to be ranking for. All right, so the bottom line is sales and relevancy. That's the simple formula, all right? Sales 
relevancy. We're going to talk about both of those. But you got to understand something. Amazon cares about one thing. Actually, two. But let's just say the big one is sales. If you make sales for Amazon, they're going to take notice and they're going to start giving you rank. Why are they going to give you rank? Well, because they know that you're selling because people are buying through a certain keyword. That's the relevancy. All right? So we want to feed Amazon and give Amazon exactly what they want so this way here they can help us sell the product. All right? We want to be in that number one spot. We want to have the best seller badge. We want to have really good reviews that show up on that first page. That's the goal, right? Now, you don't necessarily have to be number one position to get sales. We're just talking page one, all right? Because just because you're, you're number one doesn't mean you will get all the sales. A lot of times you will. It doesn't mean necessarily that you will. And again, if you look at Greg's model, which I believe in totally, if you're looking at the top 10 listings and you can get 3,000, basically your debt, 3,000 sales a month that are being generated through those top 10, and you can come in somewhere in there, maybe position five, you're gonna get 10 sales a day. That's 300 sales a month, right? $100 a day, let's say 10, I do my 10 by 10 by one strategy, which is basically, you got $10 profit on 10 units sold on one product, that's 100 bucks a day, right? So you got 300 sales a month, do the math. All right, so that's, that's what I do. Now, additional marketing, again, Amazon's gonna do for you. Frequently bought together. Customers who bought this item also bought this. Another great research tool, guys, is this. Go to Amazon and use Amazon. Go there as a customer. See what they're feeding you. Look at the ads. Look at, uh, look, look at the things that are popping out at you, like the frequently bought together, or customers who bought this. Look at a great, that's a great idea to bundle something there maybe, right? Because maybe that's something similar that you can do there. So they're almost giving you a product line that you could launch just by looking at their data, right? Because they want you, the customer, to get what you want. And the more relevant they are to you, they're gonna make more sales, right? And then if you're the one that has those products, you're gonna to start to get the, uh, you know, to get the sales. So the magic sauce is sales. That's the magic, guys. If you get sales, they're gonna rank you, okay? They're not just gonna rank you randomly, they're gonna rank you because people are searching for stuff and then buying your product. That right there, though, is the secret sauce, all right? So how to rank uh, for keywords and convert to sales? That's the big question, right? So what are we gonna do? How are we gonna do this? Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna show you exactly what I've done and what other people that I've taught this have done as well, and it works really, really well. So let's kind of go through this again, all right? And again, I want this to be actionable. I know Steve said he wanted it to be actionable, so I want you guys to walk away with like, okay, step one, I can do this, step two, I can do this, and step three. So I want you guys to be able to walk away from here and, and have some stuff that you can actually do. All right, so let's just go through this process again to really, really kind of drive it home. So, you know, we've, we've got the, the keyword search, garlic press. Someone types that in. They go to page one results. They see the different listings that are there. The thumbnail, this is something I want to pause on for a second. Your thumbnails grab attention, all right? We'll talk about the optimization too because this is a big part of it, all right? But your thumbnail is going to grab that attention. If, they, if they're looking at a really lousy picture there, they're probably not gonna click on your ad. It's probably gonna look like a crappy product, right? So your thumbnails are going to grab the attention, all right? Then once they're you know, kind of interested, again, they're interested in the product because either it's got some accessories that are there or maybe it's a, it's a different look you know, to, to the actual garlic press or maybe there's some reviews there that are, that are pulling at them or maybe it's the title. All that stuff has to do with it and we'll talk about that. But then once they go ahead and they're kind of convinced that they want to dive into that listing, boom, they go into the listing. Now they get into the listing, they get to look at the bullet points, they get to look at the, at, at the, the, the description, all of that stuff, and then once they're convinced on that, then they go ahead and click that magic, that magical add to cart button, and then the results are Amazon ranks for that keyword. It's that simple. Garlic press, look, see the top 10, 16, whatever, find one, click on it, go over, make a sale, Amazon takes notice of that, their algorithm takes notice of that, and eventually you're gonna start ranking for that. Not, not with just one sale. It's sale after sale after sale after sale. You're gonna start ranking for those keywords. And the, the key is, is you wanna focus on a handful of keywords, but it's gonna get a lot wider than that and a lot deeper than that, all right? And that's where it can get really advanced when you start getting into like Amazon pay-per-click and stuff, which we'll, talk, we'll touch on that definitely. And I'm gonna open up some time at the end for questions, because I know that there'll be questions. 
Um, but that's basically what we're looking at, right? So we get sales. Everything is driven by sales. Just understand, sales, sales, sales. How do we get sales? If we get sales, we're going to rank. And, and again, there's, there's other different ways, different tactics out there that people have done in the past. And I've done it myself. They call it a super URL or a keyword loaded URL where you kind of like, you, you act as though it was searched by the, the customer. And it, it worked. It's not working so much, okay? And, and you know that stuff, again, is kind of like short term. Because even though you can rank, let's say that you get page one but you got a crappy product. Guess what, you're not gonna have sales. If you don't have sales, you don't rank, right? So we can, we can get the ball rolling, but if you have a lousy product, it's not gonna matter. It's not gonna matter one bit. You'll, you'll get the ranking and then you'll lose the ranking, just as quick as you got it. Um, so let's kind of take a look at this real quick. Your title plus images plus reviews equal conversions, AKA sales, all right? Your title is going to help you get found. You're telling Amazon, that's like one of the, the biggest uh, you know, sections of the, the listing that helps you get ranked, okay? Because it's weighted the most. It's kind of like a lot of you guys that uh, you know, maybe followed Chris Guthrie's stuff, right, with the niche sites and all that stuff. Your title in your blog post or Longtail Pro, Spencer Hawes is gonna be talking about that. They all say, your title in your blog and your content is like the most important, right, that they look at. So your title is gonna help you get discovered. It's gonna help you get found. Your images are going to do the attention grab, okay? It's gonna prove that the product is good by the look of it, and it's gonna get the attention. Your reviews are going to let people feel safe about buying that. They're gonna tell them what's good and what's bad about it, right? If you don't have any reviews, zero reviews, it's gonna be a lot harder to get a sale if you're going up against people that have a thousand reviews, right? It's the old fashioned like you know, word of mouth marketing. Like if you're gonna have your house painted, it's like, hey, uh, Joe, who painted your house? And he's like, oh, you know, Sam did that down the road. He's really great, he's clean, he picks up after himself. And you're like, give me his number. And you hire that painter. We've got reviews now that we can actually use as our, to our advantage, uh, but also, another little side note here, Greg touched on this, it's another great place to get intel on your market. Think about that. I go back to when I was in, in uh, business with my father when I was 19 years old, we were building a construction business. If I had reviews of people saying what my competitor was complaining about and we could do a better job, that would have been a huge advantage. Didn't have that. We've got that today. You can go right there to the reviews, you can look at all the three star, two star, one star, and go, we're gonna knock all those problems out and we're gonna call those all out in our description to make our product better. It's, it's, it's that easy to do that. So title plus images plus reviews equal conversions. And again, we talked about what do sales do for us? Let's see if you guys are awake. Rank, right? Come on, more energy on that. You're gonna help us rank, right? And that's what we wanna do, that's our goal here. All right, so reviews help uh, to increase conversions. They do not help us rank indirectly. I wanna stress that. People think, I'm gonna get a thousand reviews and I'm gonna rank, okay? Doesn't work like that. The reviews are a conversion mechanism to help you convert to a sale because people look at the listing and they go, oh, this is a great product. People are saying they like it. Sale. The sale ranks. So the review is just a conversion mechanism of the actual uh, process as far as ranking, all right? So the three main components to rank are one, optimizing your listing, which we're gonna talk about. Two, reviews that gives you the social proof that will make people feel comfortable, all right, to want to buy from you. And then three, your conversions, of course, sales, right? You guys are gonna walk away going, reviews, sales, okay, optimization. Like, that's what you need to understand when you're trying to rank, all right? So let's talk about the listing. To optimize your listing, these are the different things that we have control of, that we can actually help tell Amazon what we should be ranking for and what our product is about, all right? So number one is keyword loaded title. I don't want anyone to stuff a, a, a title. I don't want you to just start randomly plugging in all of these different terms into your title just because you think it's gonna help you rank. Mm -hmm. What you wanna do is you wanna find the top ones you think that are like, what are your main ones that if you wish you could rank for any one or two keywords, those would be the ones. And then the other keywords in there are just gonna be natural, like just different words that you would put together with them, all right? Because there's other places that we can have keywords in our listing that don't necessarily even have to be seen. Uh, but number two is your images, and that's gonna grab that attention. A lot of people don't focus enough on images because the images, to me, are really, really important because it gives you that perceived value. 
Did you have a quick question? Because I'm going to do a bunch of questions at the end. Oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, first one about keyword. Is it better to make it readable or is it better to make it searchable? No, readable. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. And I think actually in the future, um, that's going to happen where Amazon will start to see that and then they're going to start either suspending your, your listing temporarily and fix it or there could be even like a, a bot in there that'll, that'll pick that stuff out. Always readable, always have it make sense. Do not stuff in, in, in those to make, to just try to get an extra a word in there. Um, so but good question though. Um, so, okay, so now to the images, like I said, you want to make sure that those are really high quality. I can't stress that enough. A lot of people say, well, where do you get your pictures taken? Well, my wife and I were photographers, but if, if I was to do it my, without having you know, my own skill set, I would go to a local photographer. Go to a local photographer. I know if I had people, when I was in the business, said, hey, Scott, will you take some pictures for us? Uh, we've got this garlic press we're going to sell. I'd be like, yeah, that beats a newborn that's crying and we can't get any pictures of the, the newborn, right? It's a lot easier to take it up a still image, right? And, and you know, I mean, 200, 300 bucks, you probably get some really nice, high quality, high definition images. And if, the reason why it's important also is because Amazon wants those images to be really clean because what also what it'll do is it'll engage uh, a rollover feature. Okay, so if you have 1,500 pixels by 1,500 pixels, and I know I'm talk, talking a little language there, that might not make sense, but just understand 1,500 pixels by 1,500 pixels wide will engage the rollover feature because it gives it a large enough uh, image size, all right? And what that means is when you're, you probably notice this, when you take your mouse and you roll over top of the image, it zooms in on it. Well, if you zoom in on a crappy image, it's not gonna sell your product, right? So your images are so, so important. Uh, there's so much things you can do in your images. I mean, we talked about this a couple weeks ago at one of our events, and we were talking about having a comparison. Now, in your main image, you have to have just a white background, that's it, it's gotta be just the product. Um, but in your other images, you can have comparisons. You can have like you know the pros and the cons, or maybe you can have someone with a, a you know a garlic press that you've seen on the infomercials that they pinch their finger and they're like ow, and then you got another person that's like no, mine's good because mine doesn't <laughs> pinch your finger, right? So you can have those things. You want to show the benefits. You want to talk about the features, but more about the benefits than anything. And you can do that in images. I think it's a really uh, smart thing to do. Um, oh, you know what? I jumped ahead here. Let me jump back because I want to talk about the bullets. The bullet points, again, another area to let Amazon know what your product is about. Okay, remember, we're trying to tell Amazon what our, our, our product is about, our listing. Give them as much detail as you can. The bullets, you want them to be benefit-driven and then features. People buy from benefits, or benefits uh, more so than features, in my opinion. What's it gonna do for them? What's it gonna fix, right? Bullets. Your, your fourth thing is your description. Again, your description, I think, is less important as a conversion mechanism because I don't, I don't know if people really scroll down that far. Well, I know that because we've talked about that ourselves, Chris and myself. Um, people don't read uh, a lot of times, so they'll give you a, a re, re, you know, refund and they'll, you'll be like, but it was right there. That's because they don't read. So because of that, the description, I usually fill out the description, not necessarily that I think people are going to read it all the way through because you can put a lot of stuff in there, but it will let Amazon know what your product's about. So when you start to do other things like ranking, but also use Amazon pay-per-click, it's going to allow them to scrape your listing and say, oh, this is what this product is about, right? So just understand, as much information as you can put in that listing, the better, all right, um, without stuffing it. All right, uh, so that's your description. And then number five is your backend search terms. And this is something really, really cool. They just actually upped that. It used to be 250 characters, now it's 5,000, um, which is really, really awesome. But in the backend of the search terms, you're able to tell them, Amazon, I wanna rank for all these. This is what my product's about, all right? Now, if you put some bogus keywords in there, probably not gonna be good. Um, and so what I always tell people is, definitely only give them what your product is relevant for. You don't want to have someone see your garlic resolution polls. Just doesn't make sense, even though you know there's a ton of traffic there, right? Who cares, it's not relevant. Give Amazon what they want and they will take care of you, all right? So the backend search terms, we're gonna talk more about that in a little bit. So just to kind of give you a little, little bit more of a visual, the optimized listing looks something like this. So in this case, the one thing that this person did that I, not, I wouldn't have done, probably until maybe they were at the stage that they are right now, but they put their brand name in the title, Alpha Grillers, right? I wouldn't have wasted that space in the beginning. Maybe at the end, if you had a really big brand, you might want to do that. I would just start off with garlic press and peeler set, right? Or stainless steel mincer and silicone tube roller, right? Tell them exactly what they want. There's no proof of it right now. I don't have any tests that I can say for sure, but I believe that your first 
section there is probably weighted the most. Um, I can't say it for sure, but I just have a hunch. Um, but you know, they're doing okay. They've got a, they've got a ton of, because they're ranking like crazy. So because they're ranking, you can play around with that. Put your brand in there. Feel good about yourself. You know, put it there. Um, but if I was to start this from scratch, it'd be garlic press and peeler set, or maybe I would do stainless steel garlic press and peeler set, and then I'd go maybe like uh, mincer and silicone tube roller, something like that. Um, but you can see right there, again, it's a, it's a good title, but you can see it makes sense. We didn't stuff anything. Um, and then in there, we've got the bullets that are down below, and they give you generally, depending on the category, but they give you five bullets. Um, I've seen some higher than that. Um, I think it was up to about 10. Um, but use what they give you. Again, just use what they give you. Um, there's the bullets I kind of outlined there. As you can see here, solid stainless steel, press unpeeled garlic and ginger, easy squeeze, easy clean, want peeled clovers for slicing. That's a little tactic there that you want to add a question there because a lot of times you, if I ask you a question, you immediately give yourself an answer. So it's kind of like a copywriting type thing. Um, there, and then lifetime guarantee, love it or your money back. I mean, always if you can put the warranty or guarantee in there, it makes people, but you gotta honor it too. I know some people that are putting the warranty in there and they're not gonna honor it. You know, don't do that, right? If you're not gonna honor it lifetime, if you're gonna just not do it, then don't do that. Be ethical about it. Um, treat it as though it's a real business. Um, and then your product description, like I talked before, um, they've done some nice formatting here. There's no, they don't allow HTML. Um, they do have some code that they'll allow you to do some HTML code, just like bolding and stuff, but I think they're even getting rid of that. Um, but wherever you can put line breaks to just make it read easier, do it. Uh, but in this case, it's really just taking the benefits and the features inside of the bullets and reiterating them in the product description. Again, another place for Amazon to say, oh, this is what this product's about. So they're able to know once you start to, uh, to get into their algorithm. This is the back end. This is the back end and what it looks like. So in your keywords, you're gonna have search terms. One little tip, when you put these in there, make a note of this. When you put, this, uh, when you put your search terms in there, don't use commas. Um, there's, there's been a lot of people that have said that they, they have used commas, but they haven't realized that if you use commas, and we know this, because we did one, um, one of our uh, one of our students was actually uh, we were on a hangout doing a, 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 a kind of like a, a hangout for our class, and she was complaining that she only was showing up for like three or four keywords when she was doing suggested bids in, in her keyword uh, in her in her uh, ads, uh, which I don't want to get too crazy about that. But I just want to let you guys know that we said to her, said, "Well, do you have commas in there?" And she said, "Yeah, actually, I do." So she took the commas out and. Within like 15 or 20 minutes, she came back and she goes, oh, I just want to chime back in. I got a ton more keywords now that I'm showing up for in my, uh, my suggested bids in my keyword. So it clearly shows you that Amazon doesn't take all of those uh, keywords after you start putting commas in there or dashes or any of that stuff. So just keep it clean. All you need is a space. The other thing you have to understand is you don't have to repeat your keywords. It doesn't have to be like garlic press, stainless steel garlic press, black handle garlic press. It's got to be just garlic press. Black, stainless, steel, long handle, whatever. Just say it once, you don't have to repeat it. They don't want you to repeat it. Um, okay, so then the next part of, of the, this little launch process that I'm gonna be talking about is like your review push. And I, I know a lot of people out there say, well, you know, aren't they coming down on reviews? Don't, don't they, you know, they, they, can, they can ban you for that? Well, they can if you go out and buy reviews. Um, that's what everybody's kind of talking about, but we're not talking about that. We're talking about actually giving our product away Okay, for a dollar, two dollars, free, whatever you want to do through a coupon code. Okay, not necessarily to even get sales so we can show Amazon that we're making sales. It's more or less to get a base set of reviews because we want our, our, uh, our listing to have some reviews so we show that we've got some social proof. Now, just to be honest here, when you're going to one of these review groups, at least the good ones out there, Review Kit, Greg Mercer, if you guys haven't tried that, check it out. Works really good. But what it does is there's people signing up to this list, they're raising their hand going, I would love to review real products from Amazon in exchange for my unbiased review. That's what I wanna do. So what's wrong with that? It says right in Amazon's terms of service, they're okay with giving away product for an unbiased review. It says it right there. So that's what I'm talking about. Now if you're talking about going to Fiverr and trying to hire someone to do, do some fictitious accounts to give you reviews, yeah, that's bad. You don't wanna do that. We're doing it so we can get real people to review our product and give us real reviews. So this way here, when we have our listing go up and we start to rank, we don't just have a blank listing with no reviews. We wanna get some social proof there, all right? So 
the other thing I want to, to put in here is, is as you're doing these reviews, you want to follow up with your customers. All right, you want to follow up. Even if you just manually type them an email, I, I, I used the template in the beginning, and I would just write them and basically just say, hey, just want to make sure that everything came, you know, arrived okay. Want to make sure that you're satisfied. If not, let us know. We're a family-run business. I put that in there too. Family-run business. People love that. I'll get response back from people saying, like, wow, that was really awesome that this person actually cared enough to respond. And then I just follow up with them to make sure that they got the product okay. I don't really ask for a review right there. I just kind of say, just want to make sure everything's there. Then maybe three days later, I'll follow up with them again, and then I'll ask them, hey, if, if you have any problems, let me know. But if you could do me a small favor, Amazon really, really um, loves our uh, you know, customers to leave reviews and let, it, let them know the experience. Could you do that for us? Could you go over and leave us your honest feedback over there? And then we get an honest review, all right? So the other note I want to put here is understand this. Per, people search for keywords and people buy from recommendations, basically reviews, right? The recommendation is the guy that says, who painted your house? Joe did. Good. I want his number. He did a great job. That's what a review can do for you. And people search for keywords. They don't necessarily search for the brand. Sometimes they do, but most times they don't. All right? The sales will come from the keyword and then from there, that's how you'll rank. Now, Amazon sponsored ads. This is an amazing opportunity that we have. We're able to take our product, put it in front of a potential 244 million customers active, right? But now we can actually rank page one on day one in a sponsored ad if we want to pay for it. Like that right there is amazing, right? Like I know there's gonna be a lot of outside traffic stuff talked about at this, at this, uh, at this event, which I think it's all great when the time's there. But in the beginning, you need to capitalize on this because you're able to take your product and put it in front of buyers in the Amazon platform like on day one if you want to, right? So a sponsored ad is, is basically that right there. You'll see a little sponsored, you've probably seen them, all right? And then you'll see them usually on the right-hand side or maybe they're just on the right, maybe just on the top, or maybe they're in the middle. They, they're mixing it up all the time. They're always experimenting with it. Another thing that they're doing all the time that you guys can be benefiting from. And then right there in the middle is on this one uh, was the organic search. So that person is ranking there for that keyword. If you would scroll down on this page, you would see that everybody else is organically ranking. But those are positions that are right there, <coughs> day one if you want them, you just gotta spend the money. Now, and I'm gonna share with you why I think that sometimes spending the money is worth it, even if it's break even. Understand that this is the ranking process. When someone searches using a keyword and buys your product, Amazon's gonna start to rank for that keyword. You guys have heard me already say that probably 10 times, because you have to understand that. If people search for a keyword and find your product and land on it and are convinced to buy it and then they buy it, it's like a little, it's like a little notch for you that now all of a sudden you've got a potential to start ranking for that product. So really, really important to understand. The other thing to understand is that when someone searches for your product and they land on a pay-per-click ad, your Amazon sponsored ad, and they buy your product, guess what? Start to rank for that product or for that keyword. It's the same difference. Amazon knows it because you, you said, I want to rank for garlic press. Well, you got impressions, you got clicks, you got sales. Huh, we should probably rank for that product because they're getting sales. All right? So understand that, that we have the power of the tools that they give us to use it. And you don't have to, you don't have to overcomplicate it. Um, this is, again, just an example of how pay-per-click can really be worth it, especially in the beginning. All right? So I did a little experiment. One month, I spent $1,200 in Amazon pay-per-click. All right. Does everybody know what pay-per-click is? I keep randomly just saying that. Does everybody know pay-per-click? Pay-per-click. It's basically, um, it's a bidding system. I can say, I want to bid on garlic press, and my, my listing is going to show up, and I'm willing to spend up to a dollar. I might only spend 50 cents, but I'm willing to spend up to a dollar. And then maybe someone else is going to say, well, I'm willing to spend a dollar five. Now, my position might be third in line, and then theirs is going to be number one. It's a bidding system, but it's inside of Amazon. We have access to this, which I think is amazing. All right, so 105 sales from Amazon pay-per-click. I was able to do 1,525 sales from, from search. Not all 1,525 sales came just because I did, did the pay-per-click, but I can guarantee that I'm ranking for a lot of keywords because of the 105 sales, and because of that, that helped me get to that 1,525 sales um, in organic. So just understand, and I even put a note there because I did a little bit of a reverse search on mine. Currently at that time, I was ranking for 1,700 keywords. 1,700 keywords because I had it all in my optimization, okay, because I optimized my listing, and because I was running pay-per-click. 
And you want to take that 1,700 keywords and you want to just keep expanding it, expanding it, expanding it. So now all of a sudden you're ranking for 10,000 or 30,000, right? Long Tail Pro with uh, you know, Spencer Hawes talks all about the long tail. It's not about the garlic press. It's about you know garlic press for grill for dad. That's a keyword, right? You might only get one sale a month out of that, but guess what? You only pay for it when someone clicks on it, and then if they convert to a sale, you get the benefit from it. So really, really important to understand that. I'm gonna give you guys, and again, I know I'm moving up like really fast, because I gotta get through this, and I wanna also do some Q&A, but I'm gonna run through this. I'm also gonna give you an exact strategy that I, I used recently, but this right here is a really simplified way to start your Amazon pay-per-click. It's what I call my ranking strategy, a little quick start strategy. I just did this about two weeks ago on another a uh, couple products, works really well. Uh, but here's, here's what it looks like. You set up your pay-per-click ad, and it's really easy, their platform. If you guys have ever like seen Facebook ads, they're easy, this is even easier. Um, so you basically just set up your pay-per-click ad, you set it to auto-targeting. Auto-targeting is saying, Amazon, again, this is where relevancy comes, right? This is where the relevancy comes. See how it's all starting to come together? Title, bullets, description, back-end keywords, relevancy. For relevant, now when we start running our auto campaign, they're gonna look at our listing and go, we've got these keywords that people have bought garlic presses for, we should probably show your ad against that search. That's how that works, all right? So here's, and here's the really cool thing, this gets even better. You set it to auto targeting. The daily ad budget, I usually start at like 25 bucks, this way here I can't get really hurt. I set my cost per click, that means that's as much as I'm willing to spend up to to 75 cents, all right? I run that for seven days, then I pause that campaign, and then I run the report, and this is where the magic happens. I run that report, and in that report, Amazon tells me all of the exact keywords that they put in front of my potential buyers. That's friggin' powerful, because now they're giving me this data. They're saying, like, we thought that all these keywords, people that would search for this would look at your product, and they would buy your product. So I'm, I did it over seven days, all right? And then I pull that report. And another little side note, Amazon is really slow on the reporting. So it might take three days before you get any data back. I get people that say, Scott, I've been running pay-per-click for three days. I spent 75 bucks. I got a ton of clicks. I got no sales. I said, just give it seven days. They come back after seven days. Usually, yeah, you're right. The sales started coming in because people add it to their cart. They don't check out and all that stuff, right? It takes time and Amazon is slow for the reporting. Something they got to work on, actually. So I run that for seven days, run the report, then I take that report, I look at the keywords that Amazon targeted. I look at the impressions, the clicks, and the sales. Impressions is just basically how many times your ad was displayed. If, if you load a page and your ad shows up, that's an impression. If you refresh that page, shows it again, it's an impression. Impression, 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 okay? So you might get keywords that get thousands of impressions, but you get no clicks. That right there is probably a conversion problem, all right? But your impressions, your clicks, and your sales, they give us all that data. I take the really good keywords that converted, and I create a new campaign using the converted keywords. The ones that got clicks, and the ones that got sales. I put them into their own campaign. I run my own daily budget of 25 bucks. I might only have 10 keywords, but guess what? That 25 bucks is focusing on that, that set of keywords, right? We do that. Okay, and then from there, we just set that same daily that same daily budget and we just run that, we look at the impressions. One little tip, and this has happened to me, that's why I'm kind of pointing this out. Look at the impressions after you start that. If, you're low, if, you're, if your impressions are low, if you're like, wow, I'm not hardly getting any impressions. Well, if you, can't, if you don't get any impressions, you're not gonna get any clicks, I can promise you that. You need impressions, right? So if you don't get impressions and they're low, it's probably because you're not bidding high enough. You're bidding, you're bidding 75 cents, you might need to bid a dollar. So, raise it to a dollar, wait a day, come back, see how your impressions are. Did your impressions go up? If they did, good. If not, buck 25. If that didn't work, buck 50. And you gotta keep going up the chain until you start to see the impressions start to take. All right, and that's how you can kind of do that. Um, one, one little side uh, note here, what I did in the beginning, and if anybody that's really aggressive and wanted to do this, you can do this. But what I did is I set my daily ad budget to $25. I set my cost per click to five bucks. You're probably saying like, Scott, what, what the heck, man, you're crazy. Why would you do that? $5 a click? Well, I knew I was only gonna spend 25 bucks. So really I was handing Amazon 25 bucks to say, how much do I need to spend to be ranked number one for sponsored ads? 
So I might have got a, my, my, my first click might have been a buck seventy-five. I said, okay, cool. I went, I changed my, my cost per click to two bucks. So now I, I didn't have to play the game of inch, 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 inch. I just went right for it. And I said, in two hours, I said, Amazon, here's 25 bucks. Just tell me, what's that guy paying? Right? And so I, I instantly got to know that. Um, and I don't do that all the time now, uh, but I, I have done it. So just another, another little strategy there for you. Um, okay, so recent launch example. This is very recent. Recent. This is very fresh. Um, I created an optimized listing. I sent the inventory to Amazon. I scheduled 25 unit promo, five days, five units a day, five uh, five uh, sales. Okay, for five days. And then I started the paper click, and I did something a little bit different than I just shared with you. I did an auto campaign, and then I did a suggested keyword campaign. And this is where it's really important to understand that for, for two reasons. When you turn on your Amazon pay-per-click, your suggested keywords that if they're gonna say, do you want to look at, at the suggested keywords that we can rent you for, that we can show you for? And then if you click that, it's gonna show you 50 or 75 or 100, right? That's telling you that your, your listing is optimized. If you only show for three keywords, like that lady I was telling you about, there's an optimization problem there. It's either your search terms in the back end, or it's your bullets, or it's your description. Somewhere, Amazon is not being able to see exactly what you are trying to tell them that you're, you're about, all right? But what I did is I started a, an auto campaign and a suggested keyword campaign. And in that keyword, and that suggested keyword campaign, I did exactly what I just said with the auto campaign. I let it run for like seven days, and then I pulled all of the converted keywords and put them in their own campaign. And then I took a daily budget and ran against that. I know this isn't like a pay-per-click you know, session, but understand this. I created the optimized listing, I sent in the inventory, I did a really, really small 25-unit uh, promo, and I just turned on those two things, okay? And because I was able to do that in a low competitive market, I'm ranking for 10 keywords right now, after like 10 days. 20 reviews is what I got out of that 25 blast. Pretty good, review kick. And then I'm selling 10 a day on average. Actually yesterday I checked before I came in, we did 19 yesterday on that one. One of the, I got a note right there because I wanted to remind myself to remind you, low competition market this one was, okay? Low reviews like Greg talked about, still maybe 300, 400 sales a month. This one here actually, and I know a lot of people talk, and I even talked about like $19 to like $45 is like the sweet spot for how much you want to sell a product for. This product right now, like 14 bucks. Still making about $550 to $6. We'll get it down a little bit once we start getting the, the, uh, the production down. But my, my plan is, is if I can get five of these running at only say five bucks a unit, right? You're talking, that's good money. Right? So again, this was just a recent thing I wanted to share with you because it's really fresh and that little launch strategy worked. Um, so you don't have to get really crazy to think about how you can rank, you just have to do it. This guy here, uh, I put his picture up. He's not here today, but he, uh, he's, uh, he's always asking me like, oh, Scott, man, like, you know, I, I came to you in the beginning, like he was one of the guys that first reached out to me and he's like, and you know, I'm doing really, really good because of you, and you just never show my face. So I had to show his face. <laughs> Tell Bill. All right? Real good guy. He's a go-getter, but he's, he was also selling wholesale, doing really good. Just started private labeling like less than a year ago. Um, but he's got, you know, he's got the background. Some of you may have being wholesalers or maybe retail arbor or whatever, right? But he had the skill set. They just didn't know the product selection. He didn't know the private label thing. He didn't know the launch process, all right? So we did something for him. I worked with him pretty much right side by side with him. Um, and this is what we did in a competitive market, okay? So a competitive market is going to take work, okay? Don't think you're gonna launch a product today and do a 200 giveaway and you're gonna get, you're gonna get results. It doesn't happen like that. And you're gonna have people chomping at, at the heels on you. You're gonna be always chasing that, all right? Just understand it, it's still an opportunity but then, once you get up and running, you definitely want to do a lot of the stuff that you're learning here today. You want to go and you want to have your own channel. You want to have your own funnel. You want to do all that stuff on the back end that you're not just relying on Amazon because this is a great place to validate and verify, but once you go into a competitive market, it's really, really tough. But anyway, we did do this. 
And this is what, uh, what it looked like. We created an optimized listing. We sent the inventory into Amazon. We scheduled a 200 unit promo over six days. We started pay-per-click. We did the auto and the suggested uh, on that. We did exactly what I said. We did that whole quick start strategy, all right? <coughs> then he let the reviews kind of slowly come in. Because here's the thing, like I said, everyone wants to rank on day one for their keyword, but guess what? If you rank on day one and everyone else has 500 reviews and you've got one, probably not gonna convert that well. So now you did all that work to try to get there and now you, you're not benefiting from it. So the strategy with this is do this, do that, do that 200 unit promo to start getting the reviews, okay? Let it, let it work. I got another guy, Alan, who's, who's in our class and he actually did this exact same thing because he was more in a competitive space. You let it go for like four or five weeks before you start really dialing in the pay-per-click. Because you don't want to rank on page one on day one if your, if your reviews aren't there, if your product isn't dialed in, all right? So after 30 days, scheduled another promo of 100 units, okay? We tweaked and improved the pay-per-click a little bit over time, and uh, Bill has reported to me when we first started, we did 20 units a day, to 40 units a day, to 50 units a day, all right? Now, we recently met just this past week, you know, a couple weekends ago in Denver, at an event and he was talk talking about this and we covered something I'm gonna share with you that took his sales from 50 to 70 sales a day. I wanna see if anybody's paying attention. Do you guys wanna hear what that is? Yeah. yeah. All right. Seeing if everybody's awake. All right, so 50 units a day though, that's pretty darn good. Now the one thing I do wanna say though, when I talked to Bill, I said, Bill, man, this is great. You're doing 50 units a day with one product. It's kinda risky, man. We should probably start thinking about some other products and this, that, and the other thing, right? So I'm, I'm still kind of like nudging, and, and that's kind of the second part of this um, that we're gonna be working on with him, but he's got a great, a great product. So anyone that does hit a home run, because that's kind of what he did here, understand that you gotta, you gotta go ahead and diversify. You, you don't wanna just rely on that one, that one thing. Um, so that one tweak increased it to 70 sales a day. So step one was this. We used a competitor's listing with Keyword Inspector Tool and a Google Planner. There's a tool called KeywordInspector.com, I think it is. It's a paid tool, um, it's, uh, and then I use the Google Planner, okay? But basically what we did is we took, and this is how it works, and not, not to get five minutes. Wow, okay, I gotta, I need to be able to do Q&A. Um, all right, so basically step one, we use a competitor's listing, we, we kind of reverse the searches, the popular searches on the rank, okay? Then what we did is we took all of that data and then we deduped it because remember we don't want garlic press repeated all the time over and over and over again. So what we did is we de we deduped them. You can do that in Excel. It basically just strips out all the redundant keywords, all the ones that are being repeated over and over again. That's a tool right there. Uh, it's, you just look online for a free deduper. Then I did a character count test because or a tool because you're only allowed a thousand per line. So I just would go ahead and I would throw them in that in that free tool there. You can use Excel, anything that you want there. And then from here, step three. Uh, I filled in all the search terms in the back end with the 5,000 characters. That's all that we talked about. We, that we said, okay, this is what you gotta do. Well, Bill, you've only got 250? You gotta have the 5,000, man. Get those 5,000 there, you're gonna start ranking, you're gonna start being more optimized, right? So that's what he did, and because of that, he's ranking for more keywords, he received the best seller's badge, his conversions increased to 70 sales a day. Just from that one thing. And Bill thought he made it, right? You always can learn, you always can improve. So understand that, even at this event, guys, there's things you're gonna learn that you can always learn more about. All right, so that is the process, guys. So ranking breakdown is this. Keyword search plus sales equals ranking. It's that simple. Just understand, if someone does a keyword search, they land on your listing, it, it turns into a sale, you're gonna rank. That's, that's the process. Sales and then the reviews help you get the sale. All right, that's all I got, guys. Okay, so there you have it. Not too bad, right? I mean, the feed was a little a little rough, right? We did a live Facebook feed. I did a Periscope as well. Uh, so again, another reason why you guys might want to go over to Periscope and uh, follow me there because, you know, if I'm speaking somewhere, I'm usually uh, using a good old Periscope and I'm broadcasting live. Uh, we did also did a live Facebook feed to the uh, the uh, TAS Facebook 
group as well. So if you guys are not part of that, you probably want to get over there and join that. There's a ton of great people in that community as well. You can always uh, you can always join by heading uh, over to theamazingseller.com forward slash F is in Frank, B is in boy. That's for Facebook, obviously. Um, but yeah, so uh, hopefully that you enjoyed this. Hopefully you see now exactly what it will take to get a product launched, how the ranking process works and all of that stuff. And I've talked about that in the past, but I really condensed it down inside of this presentation. Um, so this way here, it was just more of uh, kind of like all of the steps that lead up to that product launch and then then post-launch and kind of like what has to happen. Um, so hopefully you enjoyed that. Again, I'm going to remind you that if you wanted to attend one of our personal events, one of our TAS Breakthrough Live events, you're going to want to head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live. Get on the early list over there. It's a registration list to be notified when we are having these. There's no obligation, obviously. It's just you going over there saying that you're interested in possibly attending one, and then we can notify you. And if the date works for you and the location, then cool. If not, maybe the next one, right? Uh, right now, we're toying around with the idea of possibly being in Arizona, but I'll let you guys know more um, when we get some concrete dates and times and all that stuff. So uh, yeah, head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash live. There's a highlight reel over there from one of our past ones, and uh, who knows, there might even be some other footage over there by the time this recording goes live. So that's it, guys. That is going to wrap this up. I wanted to, again, just say thank you so much for being a listener. Thank you for sharing, leaving iTunes reviews, comments on the blog. You guys are awesome, and uh, I just, I mean, TAS community is awesome in general. So just uh, keep it up, guys, and I really do appreciate it. And remember, remember, you guys know what I'm going to say, that if you guys are longtime listeners, remember that I'm here for you, and I believe in you, and I'm rooting for you, but you have to, you have to. Come on, say it with me, say it loud, and say it so proud right now. Say it. Come on, let's do it. Let's do it together. Take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, weekend, whatever time it is. And uh, yeah, I'll see you right back here on the next episode.